everyone. Welcome to another episode of Black Model Magic. I am Lindsay Gilbert, along here with... Hey guys, it's Mocha. And today, um, we're definitely going to be talking about some important, um, you know, world events that have been happening, um, especially in Nigeria with SARS. I think that's something we definitely need to you know bring to light you know I don't think a lot of people are knowing what's going on there right now um and then later on the episode we're definitely going to be um you know discussing Lovecraft Country and you know how they wrapped things up um with the finale this past Sunday um so yeah so those are our topics for today um mocha did you want to kind of give like a rundown of you know just kind of what's going on right now in nigeria so currently in nigeria they're they are fighting police brutality so it started off where they were fighting police brutality and in retaliation the it's like a department of um of their police department called SARS, mm-hmm. which was supposed was supposedly started so it could stop robbery. However, what they have been doing is open opening fire on people protesting, peacefully protesting. Um, if the person has an iPhone, they'll take it, they'll bring the person to their to the bank and tell them to take money out. They're just doing a lot of things that are not right or ethical or what they should be doing. Um, instead of protecting the people in Nigeria, they're they're basically um, making them live a, a modern day hell. Um, and it has been going on for a while. It's not wow. like it's something new. It's been going on for a while. It's just that it's it's becoming at a place where even the government is not getting involved or doing anything to stop it. And, you know, our Nigerian counterparts have been, you know, protesting the ones that live in, um, in America, the ones that live abroad, the ones that live in Africa have been complaining. And I just feel like it's not getting the type of attention that it should be getting. Um, because, you know, when George Floyd passed away and was killed, um, people all over the world were with Black Lives Matter. Um, people in 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 UK, people in China, people all over the place were right, protesting. Reacted. Yeah, protesting in the name of human rights, which that's what black black people having rights is human rights. Um, so it's just to me, it's just odd that now that you know our Nigerian brothers and sisters are suffering and are going through that and all they want is equality. I don't really feel like we as a collective in the States are, are, are speaking loud enough, um, are, 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 are using our platforms the way that we should. Um, and it's just unfortunate because at the end of the day, Black wherever is Black. You know what I'm right. saying? Absolutely. Um, so it's, it's disappointing. And I think in however way that we can help with our platforms, with um, donations, with just continuing to talk about it and don't be silent. Don't allow 
tomorrow to pass and be like, oh, well, that was last week. It's no longer a thing um, because it's still going on and it's continuing to go on. And we have to stand with Nigeria because um, otherwise, if we don't stand with them, then who do they have? Absolutely. It is. It's it's devastating to see that, like you said, it, it, it started out, you know, as just like a special, you know, police force, like you said, for robbery, you know, that will go. Um, I think SAR stands for Special Anti-Robbery Squad, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that makes sense. You know, it's just a, a section of, you know, the police, um, you know, that specialize in, you know, anti-robbery. But now, like you said, it's it's been somehow it warped and corrupted itself into becoming in everything anti, um, like you say, I people who have iPhones, you know, are getting shot, tattoos, anything that's like of today or just any reason, you know, their their own people are, are killing their own people. Like it's just it it was it was sad to see, you know, and I feel like there definitely needs to be some more awareness brought because when I even though like it's not a new thing, but it's what it's going up now, this has been going on for like weeks now and I, I was just happened to be on on Twitter and I just kept seeing the hashtag in SARS and SARS I'm like what well, I'm, I'm thinking like the the disease that was going around like you know some years ago the SARS and you know when I think when Obama was in office I'm like oh my god girl now we got girl, COVID no. SARS is coming back so I was like what the hell is going on and so when I clicked on it it was a totally different um Nothing that I was expecting. I'm reading everyone's stories. I'm seeing people's videos. I mean, there's been bloody, um, you know, Nigerian flags being shown. Um, people who are there are stuck. They can't leave. Borders are being taken over by, um, you know, the SARS groups opening fire. And like you said, I feel like there definitely needs to be more, more awareness, not just in America and issues that Black people have in America needs to be. Wherever you're Black and there's an issue, there needs to be you know, something brought forward. I know I think some celebrities have said um, some, you know, where you can donate, what petitions you can sign up for, but I'm, I'm not seeing the same outrage and just anger that, you know, we're seeing when it's an issue in America. And I feel like regardless of where any kind of police brutality or any kind of, you know, anything against, you know, Black people as a, uh, a, you know, group of people, there should be the same amount of awareness being brought, not just in America. Really, at, at mostly, the most important should be coming from Africa, because that's where our, you know, roots are from. And the fact that it was, it just seemed kind of quiet was, it was sad to me, you know, and I'm to see all the images coming out now on social media, you know, people lying on the street, just no remorse coming from, you know, those who are part of the SARS, um, you know, groups. It's just, it's just, it's really sad to see. So I just really, it's really up to people to just to do their research. You know, I feel like, you know, even though, what's the word I'm I'm trying to say, even though it's not happening here, it's still happening you know and I feel like that's where research needs to be done even me I had to go I didn't like I said I didn't know I'm thinking SARS the the um the disease I'm like okay oh lord SARS is back COVID now I'm seeing it's a whole different whole different situation so I have to do my own research 
and get educated so that I can speak about it. I can, you know, bring awareness just from any kind of platform, whether you're a huge celebrity, a YouTuber, influencer, just or just a everyday, you know, person. I feel like it's up to us to, to reshare. And you know, I've been on Twitter all day, um, retweeting. And you know, um, the, you the know, sad part about it is their president, the person in charge, is like basically is a dictator. He's like, you know, basically wow. he had a speech where he's like, "Don't test me." Um, you know, people abroad need to mind their business. And they're talking about increasing police and things like that. So it was just like, it doesn't seem like until I feel until like, and with the president that we have, I don't feel like unless people, other presidents or prime ministers from other countries get involved or demand for things to change, nothing is going to change. No, and you're absolutely right. And I feel like, why wouldn't they want to speak up? You know, I feel like that's where people will start to listen. Okay, other, you know, um, presidents of these nations or whoever, you know, governor, whoever is bringing awareness. And the fact that I'm not seeing that is is scary. Um, It's scary to me. It's it's like a modern, it's like a modern day genocide happening. Absolutely. Know, right before our eyes and it's the worst feeling to feel like nothing is being done it, exactly and it's you know? kind of like for me from us being where we are is like outside of talking about it like what is the real action that we can take because it's right. sad it's it's sad. It's it's hurtful because we're already we're already dealing with just twenty twenty as a whole being a lot, you know. To to we're dealing with police brutality being brought to the forefront, COVID, you know, and now for this to be happening in you know another country on top of everything else. I mean, this is. I mean, it's the videos that I've seen. I don't really watch videos of you know this kind of stuff because it's just very triggering but i've seen you know just clips that i can't help but see once you know you're scrolling any images it's just like it's just it's just it's just the worst feeling and i know that those people that are there are extremely scared do not know what to do you know and if and they're shooting protesters so it's like i can't you know i want to go out and protest but it's like will i be shot you know, once I leave the house, you know, so it's like protesting is a great way to bring light onto any kind of social injustice or issue, but they're literally targeting protesters. So you're, they're taking away that right to, cause a protest is a right. It's like, it is an actual, you know, we have the right to protest and, um, they're doing that and being killed for it. I just, it's just, it's sad to see, but you know, it's up to, you know, people like us, any kind of platform that we can bring, you know, light to it, have people just, it's really just do your research and just see that this does happen. Um, You know, I know police forces were designed to, you know, help communities and, 
keep try to keep everyone safe but at some point and not even just with the SARS situation just the police force as a whole I don't know where that disconnect came to where it flipped into like being something to be afraid of um and I think that's an issue and also I don't think that the president the president um is addressing the issues like he's kind of talking around them because it's like he 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 made an address and he didn't mention the the protesters that were killed and he he basically said that the the Nigerian youth were ungrateful and that they should end the protests um I mean he basically is a dictator um and he he's not trying to implement any new change really I think it's like it's just like there's a lot of people in government, not just a not just in Nigeria, but in general, that have an old way of thinking, and they're not trying to come to 2020 into this decade. Because it's like we're not still in the past. We can't still keep keep living in the past. In order for us to move as a collective. We have to be willing to change. We have to be willing yes. to do things. What what was good then cannot still be good now. Absolutely you know not. I mean? So I think like that is where in lies the problem. We need to start not just um here, but in overseas and in in Africa, in the UK. We need to start electing uh, uh, elected officials that will be around long enough to really affect that generation it's like why do we have people that are you know towards the end of their life making decisions for us that won't even be around in 30 right in third absolutely so it's like you know we need to just like have people with and it's not us necessarily an age thing but we need to have people that think more in this time and not think so in the past right and I think that yeah. I think that's where a lot of issues stem from, because even, you know, I'm not I'm not sure on how, you know, Nigeria, you know, Nigerian laws. I'm just going off of just what I know, um, just based on like American laws. These laws are very old. They're very old. They're very rooted in, you know, times where slavery was still legal. A lot of laws don't really you know, we weren't seen as people back then. And so none of these laws really took us into account. And, you know, over time, who's really rewriting these laws and, you know, adding or like you said, the past is still very much present because there's no, there's been no rewriting of anything. We still have these, you know, really white people dictating our lives and it's hard to see because, you know, yes, there's been some, you know, great people of color, you know, in the justice system and Congress and Senate. That's great. But uh, but just the root of it all are these laws are very old and still very much so prejudice. And we see that a lot just with the justice system, uh, you know, how the police force works. And yeah, there there needs to be some kind of. I don't know how it would work, but something needs to be drafted into 
today. We can't keep living off of laws that were created in like 18, 1765. You know, it's like there needs to be Absolutely. a revival. They need to update. They need to update. Obviously, it's not working. It's not working. Black men are still getting shot. Mm -hmm. Black people are still very much in fear of their lives, just front and in. And, I, and like I said um, earlier, when we were kind of discussing, you know, our plan for the episode. I'm thinking like, okay, maybe time times have to, they just have to be getting better. There's no way that it's 2020 and people are still stuck in these like prejudiced, racist, and a lot of it comes from, um, you know, white people. I, you know, if, can anybody be um, racist or have prejudice? Of course, but it stems from white and black, you know, and there's still a lot of white people that have this in their head of, hatred towards black people and it just blows my mind that I'm still seeing rhetoric today being put out on the internet and I'm like and I feel I feel like I'm, I'm stepping back into like 1950s you know like Jim Crow civil um civil rights eras and it's 2020 I'm like wow it hasn't gotten any better and of course if our laws are all jumbled and jacked up in America who's this how for Nigerian you know African laws are completely different out there so who knows how their stuff is set up you know if our if america who see you know we're seen as such this great country and the so land of the free but our laws are so corrupt and warped who knows what another country and how their laws are set up and obviously nigeria is having issues there's no way that police force are out here killing their own people that just does not sit well with me i don't understand the meaning i don't understand the motive behind it um, and it's just upsetting because that, you know, not as bad as what's going on in Nigeria right now, but we're dealing with our own issues with police here, um, you know, in America, just killing these, you know, black men on oh, something. I mean, they kill them slowly in Nigeria, they're just doing it all right. So, I mean, America, they get you in the system or they, they just do. Like, but it's it's definitely a different type of killing. It's just a killing you slowly or killing you softly. Yeah. Than it is in a foreign country. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, but it's because it's like, I think people assume that, well, in America, there's checks and balances, which they are to a degree. There are. To extent. A lot of times there aren't no real checks and balances. And that's the reason why certain things happen. Right. Get away yep. with it's unfortunate but it is um hopefully you know having this conversation shed some light to what's going on and um i i hope that their change comes and and if the change has to do with us having conversations and other people having conversations and just continuing to have the conversation and it doesn't just fall into the shadows then i would be happy that my voice helped shed some light for people that didn't know what was going on right and, and get the conversation and that's really all it is it's just a, to start a conversation you know whoever's listening um you know they'll be like what is SARS you know what is this group and that you know it'll have a domino effect and you know maybe they'll now they'll be able to shed some light on the situation or just be awakened and be like look I want to I want to help you know what don't what who can I donate to who can I um what petitions can I sign? Is there any kind of lawmaker out in Nigeria that I can reach out to? Just anything. So and I think, and that's, you know, the main focus of our podcast, just, you know, whoever 
you know, listens just to kind of take, um, you know, something in where they can have the initiative to go out, um, you know, and try to make a difference. You might feel like you might not have any kind of influence, but as a person, everyone does, you know, you don't have to be an influencer or, you know, or as far as, far as like social media or a, a huge celebrity, just, I mean, even on Twitter, I see people, they have like 10 followers and they're just, this one guy I was talking to on there, um, and he was, I mean, tweeting, and I, I ended up following him. He was tweeting, you know, petitions and where you could donate. And, you know, I don't even know this guy, just someone on Twitter. He doesn't have a lot of followers, but he was doing what he could with his account, you know, just to at least get um, the word out there. And so I think that's really all I that matters. You know, our voices, the thing is that sometimes mm-hmm. you realize your voice does matter. No matter how big or how, how small your voice is, your voice matters. And, you know, if you can educate one person, if you could give one person information, you did more than not saying anything at all. Yep. So I'd rather you say something said, than not say anything. Yeah. Yep. And with that being said, <laughs> you know, tonight is the last um, debate um, between yes, Trump yeah. and Biden. And Woo. that should be interesting. Um. Everyone, they're going to mute their mics and things like that if they're talking over the person or not allowing the person to speak. I mean, it should be interesting to see how this one goes down. Um, I just don't think it's going to be any less of a a, a, a shenanigan as <laughs> the first one was. Um, it was a mess. Because I just think I that Trump is not coherent enough to... Mm-hmm. Allow to speak even when he doesn't feel like they're saying something that he wants to hear. He just does not have the wherewithal to like comprehend. Like no, speak. Allow this person to say what they're saying, whether you agree with it or not. Um, and you know he's right the center of attention, so he's a narcissist, and that's what it is. He's a megalomaniac. You know, he probably has some kind of obviously narcissistic um, tendencies. He's Obviously, I don't. I get confused between a sociopath and a psychopath. He's definitely one of them. You know, you don't have to be a killer to be a sociopath or a psychopath. You can just be someone that's in power, abusing it, and you could fall under one of those categories. He's definitely one. Like I said, there's a slight difference between the two. I don't want to self-diagnose, but he's definitely one of the two. And that's why everything we say goes in one ear and out the other you know he doesn't I mean it's just it's really just baffling to see that this is who the president is you know like it's just I'm not even mad at him I'm actually more mad about the people around him and the who are his yes men that are allowing him to run the country to Mm. the ground and it's like Mm. it's like all for their benefit it's 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 sad because it's like, how do you say you're for a country, but yet you're letting this man with one term, pretty mm. much, like everything that was built, just just, just let it implode. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yep. it's sad because it's yeah. worse than he is. Because at least he has his own motive and his own agenda. But it's like, what about you people that have been in politics mm. that know better? Like, that's what I'm saying. Y'all know he don't have no political 
background or ties. He's a businessman. He has no the fact that y'all know y'all went to school for probably political science. You got you held some kind of office before the op the position you're in now, or you know, some kind of governor, senator. Well, you know, so y'all know y'all being politicians and knowing and you're really letting this madman, like literally a madman. And like you said, I can't even be mad at him because y'all let it was whoever voted for him, whoever's behind him, let it get this far. You know, we 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 warned you four years ago that this was not the choice. Um, and then and it makes and it and it just gives me what I need to know about America as a whole because America voted for obviously not every American, but he was voted in, and so those who voted for him. I would love to know how they feel. Like, do you were are you happy with your choice? A lot of them still I are, see, girl. There's a lot of people that have you not seen. Like, I mean, Trevor Noah has them on there all the time, and it's just like you. Every time you see a reporter talk to a Trump supporter, like they're like they're they're sad. Like, like oh my gosh, like, everything for them. Like, oh so my god, he's everything. It's sad. it's sad. There, I had watched an episode of Trevor Noah. He has sent one of his reporters out. And, um, you know, like you said, asking the questions and they get, they get, and sometimes, you know, they'll, he'll trip. I forgot what the guy that he, this, the guy that he sends out, what his name is, but, you know, he yeah. asked them questions to like purposely trip them up mm-hmm. and they just, and like, and you can kind of see their brain like working, like, wait, this might not make sense, but somehow they're going to make it make sense. And like, we're watching, it's like, ma'am, there's no way that you really feel this way. And trust me, Trump and all, most of the Trump supporters, very country, you know, very, you know, um, just not low on the totem pole as far as what they're working. I'm like, do you really think Trump is really caring for your one person household? I doubt it. You know, whatever kind of 25K, 35K, whatever your salary is. No, he could care less. He, he's, he's, he's in the, He's in the business of making people richer and making himself richer in the long, in the process. You know, that's all he cares about. That's why some of these celebrities are endorsing him. Oh, girl. Whoever's going to keep them richer. Oh, my God. Girl. Speaking of celebrities endorsing Trump, I cannot with with 50 Cent. Like, Goodbye. I really wasn't a fan of 50 Cent because I think he's super petty for no reason. I think he's really petty. I think he treats his that one son horribly. Um, some of the fights he gets with people online are disgusting. So yeah, I was never a fan exactly. either. So I agree. So it's like so now he posts on his on social media. Oh, he's not. He's voting for Trump because Biden's taxes are too high, and it's like the taxes that he said that Biden was going to put on people was. 60 to 62 percent and it was for people making over four hundred thousand dollars a year right and that would be collectively which means your federal your state and Mm -hmm. if you have deductions and everything like that you're not even gonna pay that much in tax for real no it's like why would you feed people this information without giving them all of the information and then it just goes to show is like, as a celebrity, you're telling your your followers to vote for Biden, for Trump, because of taxes that you're going to get taxed and not the collective. Most Americans don't make 400 
thousand no. a year. So it's like, and those are the main ones that are complaining. I'm like, you probably bring in a, a twenty a twenty thousand dollar. Why are you in an uproar? It's only because Biden is saying it. Is, is, that's what the thing is. Like you said, no one. There's only like a small percentage of people that make that much. But it's just like a year. To show he doesn't care about the people that follow him because it's like no, of course not. Taxed. They're not going to be getting taxed that amount of money. You are. You make right. so much money. Like really, right. are you really tripping? So it's just like it just goes to show rich people just want to continue to get rich, whether black. Yeah, or- they don't care what party yeah. it is. Yes, yeah, and I do the same thing. It doesn't matter. Nope. They just want to like continue to get rich. I mean, with Ice Cube, I think that's a totally different type of situation. I think the thing about Ice Cube, Ice Cube is putting in his mind, if Trump actually does win, how do we, moving forward, work with this man? Now, is it something that I would do? Probably not. Because I genuinely think that Trump doesn't have any real agendas for us as people of color no i don't think so, so and i i do understand ice cube pushing but i feel you like know his the way that people took it is like they made it seem like ice cube was like literally came out here oh yeah i'm gonna vote for trump he didn't say that he said he's trying to he had a bunch of you know um elite people come together with mm-hmm. him to make a plan that would be mm-hmm. yeah black people now there's things in it that i don't necessarily agree with however i definitely understand what his was but i just think that with trump you kind of put yourself in a murky water trying to work with yeah you did you see every black person when trump first was like running for office that tried to talk to him people was looking at them like oh you a coon you a sellout you a this you a that but Mm -hmm. it's like I definitely understand where sometimes you kind of have to like meet these people in the middle if you want to get them to work with you. But I just feel like with Trump, he's just not that person. Because like, you know know how last time, I think it was like in the first year of his presidency, Mm -hmm. he was all like, he had all those HBCUs and it was like, oh, um, he was like signing something for HBCU. But here's the the kicker. Now what Trump is trying to do is stop any type of diversity like education. So anything that's going to focus on um black culture or not white culture per se, um that's he's trying to get rid of that. So that like they won't get funding. Like these schools are not going to get funding if their curriculum includes certain type of um, um, stuff when it comes to like Mm -hmm. African history, things like that. So that Intel sells to you, these HBCUs are in trouble because they already were not, not making the money that they need. And now with this happening, that's putting them more with issue because now they're not gonna get the extra funding that they need. So all of those HBCUs and people that were there and allowing Trump to make a mockery of them, I wonder how they feel now. Mm. Embarrassed. I think you should work with people that you don't necessarily agree with their politics. However, 
you have to be very smart with the people you decide to work with. If there really is a real agenda, is there, if there really is a, a real way to path to like uh, meet me in the middle, because I just don't think that with the administration we have now, I don't think that that's that type of administration. I don't either. And I think that's like you said, like just anything that has Trump's name on it, people are just going to automatically get, um, you know, just turn or suck their teeth, you know, roll their eyes. Like, and I, I totally understand where Ice Cube was coming. Like you said, I don't agree with everything that's in there. And that's okay. Not every bill or anything that's passed, everything that's been drafted, everything's not going to agree on. But, you know, you get, you get the gist of it. And I see where he's coming from. But like you said, sometimes there's people that you get into bed with, you have to kind of be careful. Like you said, even though, yes, you know, he went, he took this um, plan to Trump and Biden. It seems like maybe, you know, Trump's party um, or administration obviously felt more comfortable to, you Trump, know, take actually, it under. Actually, but the thing is, the reality is he didn't actually meet Trump. Like, I think he sent his people but he didn't actually meet with Trump. Yeah, no, Trump. Yeah, Ice Cube has never met, like you said, whatever collective of um, black, you know, business people, owners, celebrities, whatever they did, they drafted. You know, a guy, like you said, his people sent it. Um, I believe to Biden and um, you know Trump. Trump seemed to his people seemed to pick it up, um, or look at it a little bit more seriously than Biden's. And so of course you're going to go with whoever, you know, agrees with what kind of idea you're putting. But I think at the end of the day, you just, I don't know. It's just some people aren't, aren't worth working with no matter how amazing or whatever deal or plan you have. It's just not, I just don't think it's worth it. I don't, I, 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 just, I know what Ice Cube want, is wanting to do, mm-hmm. but Trump is just not that, person i don't he doesn't have he has no political background he obviously he you can tell he has no idea what he's talking about he's handling corona horribly i would never want to work with someone who literally thinks covid was a joke had it and still made a joke of it so so i guess we'll like you said we'll see um um but you know, I really wanted to get into Lovecraft, and I just think that Lovecraft, girl, I just love that show. And oh, it was so good. We definitely have to like just go in and like do like a whole episode about Lovecraft. Um, but I agree, it was so much to unpack, but I don't think. Today is the episode, but we will be coming back to you guys next, well, not next week, but the following week, where we're going to just, like, go through the whole show. It's just going to be about Lovecraft. And just give them a little synopsis about what Lovecraft was, um, what's the show about, everything. I will. I definitely agree with, I feel like it deserves its own episode. It was that powerful that it definitely deserves its own episode to kind of dissect. You know, I know you have your favorite episodes um, that you want to discuss, same as, you know, as well as me. But yeah, so a little breakdown of it. I I know, you know, I'm sure everyone, whether you've watched it or not, you have to know what Lovecraft Country is, just from commercials, you know, um, promotion, all of that. So what I loved about it was, so I believe... um, 
So H.P. Lovecraft was an author, I think like in the 40s and 50s, um, somewhere in the, um, maybe 60s, I'm not sure, somewhere in that era. And, you know, he wrote like, he was almost like a Stephen King, you know, he wrote horror and just kind of, you know, alien, paranormal type stuff. But, you know, it was kind of came to light that he might have had, you know, just kind of white supremacy ties or, um, you know, he was he was that kind of person. So I know he's probably rolling in his grave. <laughs> a, whole, a whole black cast is, um, you know, portraying his stories. And so anyway, so the author of so H.P. Lovecraft was, you know, an actual person. He actually existed. And um, another author, white man, I, I believe his name was Mike uh, Ruff, I believe. He created Lovecraft Country, which was the story that we're seeing portrayed on HBO. And so he kind of took um, HP's stories and kind of turned it, you know, he knows all his, you know, he knows about Lovecraft's, um, you know, roots with white supremacy. And so he kind of took that and flipped it on its head to where, you know, all the characters are Black. He introduced a lot of Black, um, you know, important time, historical, you know, Black moments that have happened in the past. And, but based them on, you know, some of H.P. Lovecraft's um, stories. So that's where the, you know, idea and the premise of the story, I love that because it just shows, you know, the author, the original author, H.P. Lovecraft, you know, obviously did not you know care for african-americans people of color and to have another author um mike ruff i believe this is his name kind of take that and bring light to sh you know to showcase african-americans as being you know powerful you know people in history and to see it be picked up by hbo and have all these amazing like black actors and hair and makeup and production and it was it was just a great it was just a great moment, especially with everything going on um, right now with Black Lives Matter and police brutality. It was great to see you know some black excellence going on um, as and you know even though it did touch on important you know black moments, I love that it kind of you know it showed us in a different light. You know there was ghosts and you know witches and warlocks and like you know we don't always have to be a slave or even though, like I said, it did touch on some important issues, it was great to kind of see, you know, us being in a different genre. Um, so yes, I loved it. I'm super excited to talk about it some more. Like, I, I think you, you are definitely right. It definitely deserves its own episode, but that's just a little, you know, background of it. Um, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I thought it was a great Me start well, you know, for a series. So we, mm -hmm. we will definitely get into that. The following week and you know really just kind of like dissect the episodes and things like that and the things that you know that we feel like were like really you it just gave you something to think about and something to talk exactly. about um there's like an episode that I really can't wait to discuss but it was just like <laughs> just the idea of it it just makes you think hmm would I do that or if I was in that position, would I take yes, it? Yes, what would I have done? Yeah, yeah. so it's, it definitely gives you a perspective that you probably wouldn't have thought about before this, I think. Yes. So, yeah, I definitely look forward to talking about it. But we hope you guys have a great week. Um, 
hopefully this presidential debate goes smoothly, which I don't think, you know, yes. here's hoping. <laughs> and you guys, right. November 3rd <laughs> is the Y'all better vote. You better vote. And there's early voting in every state. Um, I know New York starts October 24th, and I'm definitely going to vote on the first day of early voting. I'm not going to wait until yes, November 3rd. Um, so no, ma'am. I sent my absentee ballot a couple weeks ago. That's what's up. I was like, I don't want to chance it. That's like you said, up. early vote, we love it. Absentee ballot. So um, definitely get out as, there. as long as you voted, absolutely, definitely get out there and vote. You know, because your voice matters, and this is one of the most important elections of our generation. Ooh, wow. and, um, you know, we can't complain if we're not willing to do something about it. Because I know there's so many people out here that have the ability to vote because they were born in this country or because they're a citizen of this country and there's people that have the, the right and they're not going to take it. You know, your ancestors mm. fought for this. Their, your ancestors mm. fought for the ability to just have a voice. And for you now to have a voice and choose not to use it, it's disrespectful mm. to your ancestors. It's extremely so, disrespectful. So I extremely. say that everyone should go out and vote like whoever you decide to vote for is your business hopefully that's between you and god exactly that's Ooh. your business i would never i'm not saying i'm not telling anyone who to vote for well we would have whatever you to need vote. to vote for but <laughs> if you decide not to that's also fine but all right look, that's all right and vote. just do what do what you think is best and them damn polls. No, you know, just please go. Just, you should go out and vote. You should vote for what is going to be um, advantageous to you. And I, right. by all means, if you feel like Trump is, has policies that will be advantageous, do, do you. And if you feel by policies that will be advantageous to you, then you should do that as well. Right. Just don't not use your voice. Don't not. Exactly. And also, you know, everyone do research because, you know, the president isn't the only person on the polls. You know, there's different. Yeah, there's um, definitely vote your down ballot because there's a lot of yeah. seats um, and house seats up. Um, yeah, definitely have to local, yeah. um, you know, any kind of acts that, be, you know, might be going to vote act 10 or don't vote, act, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So definitely do research on yeah. what's going on Absolutely. locally. Mm -hmm. As well as you know what's going up on that hill, girl. But your local election, your local primaries, your local um um po politicians affect you way more than way the, more than the Congress and the president, right? Because that's everyday stuff, you know. So you really need to know who you're voting for yeah. up the street, Absolutely. you know. So. Yup, everyone get out there and vote. But it was so good chatting with you guys today. I hope you, you know, got some enlightenment on what's going on in Nigeria. Um, yeah, just it's just do research and just be aware, you know, of other things. You know, it's, it is easy to kind of get locked in a bubble or just, you know, kind of just fo you know focus on a one track mind but there's so many other things going on in the world Absolutely. that you know people yeah. need to be aware about well have a great week guys and you know yeah. manifest your destiny because only you can determine your destiny and Absolutely. um you know don't let 2020 keep you from your goals because you got this 2020 can't defeat you got you. this can't defeat you. Yeah. <laughs> i refuse blessings can come out of any situation absolutely. yes i refuse to let 2020 defeat me absolutely <laughs> not okay 
But y'all have a good week. I'm right there with you. Bye. Yes, everyone. We will see you. Bye.